Hmm. Hush. I know I need to change my aisle. While you're beeping and booping at me. Stupid robot car. <clears throat> Welcome, Jeff in Motion. Ooh, there's a car coming. Um, it's going to be a, a sleepy episode. <laughs> um, uh, in all honesty, I feel a little too tired to record, but I would rather record sleepy than sweaty, so I'm not going to record this evening, afternoon, afternoon, evening, um, the source of my sleepy is that we did the When Mom and the Eagles Presents Brandy Posey last night, um, which was absolutely outstanding. Um, it was great, it was fucking great, fucking great. First of all, um, one of my biggest fears was that we wouldn't get as many people as we had for Dave Ross because she was a lady and that was not the case. I think we, uh, by some rough headcount estimates, had even more than we did for Dave Ross. So that's fucking stellar. Um, you, you didn't disappoint me, this area. Thank you. That's really great. Really fucking great. Um, but, uh, Brandy showed up a few hours before the show. We all hung out, uh, chatted, got the room set up. It was just a fucking blast. (laughs) Uh, um, it seems to be a trend that the room takes a little, their, uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it takes longer to warm up than it does for the open mic, but it's a lot, it's a much shorter show, um, and the pacing is much quicker on the presents shows, so you, I personally notice the crowd taking time to warm up, so that's, but it, again, like the Dave Ross show, it took, it, it warmed up slowly, but... It was a very good crowd then, overall. Oh, hmm. Brandy was super nice. Um, her friend Ian uh, was there also, and he was super cool. And... <laughs> it was just... I don't know. This is... It's... All, all these people, air quotes, all these people... Oh, like, the two shows we've done so far have just been so, so great. <laughs> like, like Dave and Brandy have both been super cool. Um, no one has been a jerk or anything. It's everyone, everyone and everything involved has, has been as good. It's been better than expected. It's just... <laughs> So fucking great. And, uh... 
Uh, we had uh, Bill Rotham opened. Uh, he he bit the bullet, the cold crowd bullet, and he did a great job. Uh, Kelsey Blue followed, um, and she she did a stellar job. She uh, <laughs> her her comedy is I personally love it, but there is potential to be slightly alienating to a a crowd of people we don't know, um, people who aren't used to the open mic. But she still she pulled it out and she did a great job. Uh, John Smith, the it just it, immaculate. John Smith, fucking rocked the house as always. And um, Kevin Seibert did. I, I didn't even clock how long he did, but he did twenty to thirty minutes and just slayed. Like it was great. It was fucking. <laughs> I think Nick Rehack, who was there as just a. Um, a patron of the show, uh, I think he put it best. Whereas, like everyone did a good job, but the crowd seemed to relate to Kevin the most out of our Pennsylvania performers. Um, so, so it was really he was uh, a great uh, choice. I mean, I knew when I when we decided. Um, that it was a great choice, but it, the, 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 uh, hypothesis was proven correct that Kevin Seibert was a stellar choice for the, um, feature, uh, feature performer, so, it, it's great, and I always, and then Brandy just fucking rocked it, she, it, it's, you can tell, you can tell, between our comedians who've been doing it for uh, six months to a year and the comedians who've been doing it like five-ish, five-plus years, um, like, there isn't... There aren't huge differences, but if you've been watching people do comedy for, oh, like, month after month after month, there are just little things... That are and it's it's a level of confidence. It's a just little like little techniques that they have. Like both Brandy and Dave, just that you could tell. You could just they were definitely of another level, but not of an unattainable level. That is a tough sentence, but. But not of an unattainable level. Um, so it's just, it's really it's really fun to watch, and like something that I really enjoy, and it happened after the Dave Ross show also, is like people hang because the show ends around nine, so people tend to chill out for a while. I don't think we got out of there until midnight, so we were farting around in there for almost three hours after the show, and, like, Brandy stayed, and she talked to every single person who wanted to, like, just ask her that time of day. She was totally cool about it, and, I mean, I wouldn't have blamed her for if she would have cut out, um, like, a little bit after the show, because she had to be in New York the next day, and the place she was staying was in Scranton, which is, oh, I'm gonna show my lack of knowledge of my own area uh, an hour and a half away 
Um, so, like, she had an hour and a half drive just to go to bed, and then from there, she was driving to New York, so, like, I would have had, there would have been no, no bad blood if she would have been like, all right, this is awesome, I'm gonna stay for 30 minutes and then get the fuck out of here, that would have been totally understandable and cool, but she chilled out, she chilled out for, like, three hours after the show, and she had chilled out for a few hours before the show, and then she went out to a bar with us, and uh, she didn't, she just, because she just wanted to say goodbye to everybody, it, like, she wasn't having a drink or anything, she just wanted to come and thank people and say goodbye, she was absolutely uh, just a fucking, it's class act, that sounds right, yeah, just super cool, and, um, but so, oh yeah, but something that happened both at the end of the Dave Ross show and at the end of her show would, like, the, the, the crowd that we didn't know would often kind of, like, split off and go home, uh, <sighs> excuse me, but the crowd of people that, like, regularly show up at the open mics will tend to hang and talk to the comic, and I just, I love standing and watching, like, our comedians just t- kind of talk shop with the, the more experienced comedian, and it's, I love it. it, it's so great, it feels so, it feels like we're doing a real thing, you know, and I mean, it's to the, it's absolutely to the point where I cannot say that Munmaham and the Munmaham Presents are just people dicking around. Uh, that's what it feels like, which is how I want it to feel. I want it to feel like it's just, you know, a couple dudes putting on a show, no matter how big it gets. And I don't, I don't want to project size. I'm just going to continue to do the show and not set any goals for myself. But no matter how big, it, big or small it gets, I just want it to feel like a couple people like, oh, hey, let's do a show. Um... Because I think that is part of the appeal. That it's just very, it's very open and welcoming. Because we haven't set up like any kind of hierarchy or anything. It's just, it's just, it's just people putting on a show. I keep saying dudes putting on a show, um, but I'm using dudes in like you in the way that you use like you guys, like um, meaning people. I don't know, uh, d- dudes and dudettes. You know, putting on a show radical, you know, but it'd be like, I don't want to, like, <laughs> I, had a, I had a good friend, one of my best friends from uh, Pentec would frequently say bummer, which I always found just fucking hilarious, and any time she said bummer, I would just go, dude, bummer, <laughs> Oh, fuck. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I just wanted to feel like we're just people. Just, you know... Dude, it's such a great, great term in my mind. Because it says, like, townies. It says, like, just local people. But it it is very uh, non... uh, It is... um, masculine exclusive pretty much and that's not what I mean because uh, Aislinn is fucking a crucial part 
of our show, and so is Kelsey and Liz and Caitlin and Ashley and just, um, and the, oh shit, they haven't been there enough that their names are like solidified in my mind. Um, like, there's no fucking, it's not, it is not a dudes only kind of thing in any way, but just, I don't know. Tony seems, Tony seems negative. Whatever, you guys, I've worried myself in a circle long enough over the, the semantics of my use of the word dude. <laughs> but the, uh, the, 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 just the pairing off, or they'll just kind of be like a cloud of people, not all talking to the, uh, to the, the more experienced comic, but just kind of like rotating around and talking to each other, and then sometimes they'll talk to the comic, and just kind of like talking about, you know, where they're at, and what they do, and fucking Dave and Brandy both have been so open to just talk, and like, give everybody their, their thoughts, and their feelings, and we've, so far, I mean, two for two, right now, ooh, different house of free kittens, I wonder if they have better free kittens, um, Two for two now, we've just had people who have been so courteous and so open and willing to just talk to anybody and everybody, and we've been super fortunate so far with the fucking cool people that we've had. It's just, it's awesome. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And... There is no fucking way we could have done it without the Eagles. Like, I know, like, I've said this before, absolutely. Like, I think Mike's No Mike Open Mike could survive if we somehow lost the Eagles as a place to perform. Um, But there is, it is, in no way would be the same show. It would, it would have the same heart but it would not be the same show. So, so much of where the open mic has gone, what it has become, has been because of the support of the Eagles. And I just can't... Can't, can't, can't thank them enough. Um, Especially for these presents shows, like... For the open mic, they, they waived the fee for us to rent the room, which is which is fucking just so awesome. They don't need they didn't need to do that, but they they totally are. Um, but for these presents that shows, they they put out a chunk of change to pay our comedians, which is awesome. They don't they they don't have to do that. We could we could charge admission and then split the admission, but. They, they want to be able to put on a free show, which is awesome. Like, I, I want to be able to put on a free show, too. And they put, they put out some real money to pay the, the comic and, and the local comedians. Uh, a, a lot of our local comedians would do it just for the fun of it. Um, they, but it's so awesome that we get to pay them 
and they can, you know, we get to treat them like professionals, like, you know, the real deal, because as, as, far, as far as I am concerned, they are. Um, they're performing in a paid show with an experienced comedian headline, headlining. Uh, I, yeah, I... If it wasn't for the Eagles, and Big Chris in particular, um, I, we, in no way would be where we are right now. Um, I can't, like, I know my relationship with Dave was, like, fostered and created outside of the Eagles, but, like, if we were still in, like, an, uh, an art gallery, or if we were in, like, a, like, a tiny bar or something, I just don't know if we could have made it work, but having the banquet hall... Uh, with the stage and the audio equipment, it's just really freaking stellar. And like we've worked on the lighting because when the fluorescent lights are on, it feels like a cafeteria. But like when we turn them down for the show, um, it it feels like a fucking theater. And I we were very I keep saying lucky and. I don't know how much of it is luck. I think it's we have been ready to and able to seize many opportunities that have come our way. Like, we haven't had an opportunity that we're just like, eh, we'll pass on this one. Like, any opportunity we have had, we're like, yes, yes. All green lights, go. So it's not so much luck as just being ready to jump when opportunities happen. But, oh, man. I'm proud of myself and our show. God, did you hear how hard it was for me to say that? Like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> oh, my self-confidence, like, was fighting my my words, <laughs> but I am. I'm really proud of like of the show and all the all the people because I don't think of it as just my thing. I don't think of it as like Bill and I's thing. I don't think of it as Mike Bill and I's thing. I think of it as like everyone who shows up regular regularly, um, everyone who has a little bit of a stake in it, and like when. We created a Facebook group to, like, kind of help uh, workshop, like, all, all in all, the decisions come down to, like, Bill, Aislinn, and I, pretty much. Like, the yes or no decisions come down to the three of us as of now. Um, but we, we included, like, a, a solid handful of people, 10, 12 people, and, like, we genuinely, like, really appreciate every single piece of input every one of them gives. Um, I don't think of it as, yeah, oh my god, like, freaking space car beeping at me that my oil's low, beeping at me that my oil needs changed, beeping at me that my gas is low, car's falling apart, people. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. It's not just our show. It's a, it's everyone who comes to its show. And I really feel like it's a yes. Anyway. Uh, this has been Jeff in Motion. 
Um, have a good rest of your week. I will talk to you on Friday. Whew. <sighs>